And I believe we are ready to go here. How's it going, everyone? And welcome to the Xbox Roundtable podcast. This is episode number 181, your place for Xbox talk on Sunday nights and a little more from the game industry. I'm your pal, Invader, the host for the evening, and we've got a lot to cover tonight. Lots of chatter regarding Starfield. There's been a few big leaks and insiders coming out with some info on it. As well, we've uh, had Xbox personnel uh, teasing mind-blowing, supposedly new IP in the works, so uh, very interesting there. Also, talk of the Coalition working on something outside of Gears of War, and a lot more. However, before we get into all of the news and all the good stuff, let me introduce everybody on the panel tonight. And joining us tonight, we got two really talented guys here that you'll know from various uh podcasts uh, around the gaming community and first up we got the host of the grg podcast please welcome k mega how you doing man man thank you man thank really uh really excited man first time being on txr um you know just want to give everybody a shout out even uh even for the guys who's not here uh for southbound and for megatron but uh yeah you know saying listen uh, usually, uh, while I'm prepping up for fight night. Uh, so yeah, man, uh, you know, big fan of you guys, the work and everything that y'all been doing. Of course, uh, my boy, Timmy, man, is, uh, I'm always happy to talk, talk with my boy, Timmy. So it's, uh, yeah. it's really fun, really fun, really fun. So yeah, I mean, glad to be here. Thank you so much for the invite, man. Really excited. Naturally. Yeah. And of course we love our brothers, uh, South Pound and Megatron. Hopefully they, uh, come back sometime soon. Uh, mm-hmm. always great additions. All right, but yes, thank you for coming on, K-Mega. And uh, next, we got with us another popular community member from the amazing Next podcast. We've got Predator H2O. Hey, what's going on, Pred? Hey, man, not much, man. I was so excited to see the invite because I don't think I've ever been on TXR. And then when I found out K-Mega was coming, I was like, oh, man. (laughs) 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 I know I've talked with Tim before, me and you and Vader. We've talked a couple of times. I don't know if I know Shockley, but... uh, I do uh, follow uh, Centurion as well, but uh, I'm happy to be on, man. Thank you for the invite. It's always a pleasure to jump on with some other gamers I know. Naturally. Well, hey, man, you're always welcome on here. Uh, You know, I'd love to have the uh, great community discussions, talking all things games, Xbox, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, But yeah, thanks for uh, coming on, guys, and uh, I look forward to the chat tonight. Uh, And now on to the TXR regulars. Tim Butt, how you been? Good, man. Really uh, pumped up. It seems like uh, a lot of hype going on. Uh, Great panel. K-Mega, H20. Great, great guys. Great podcast themselves. Uh, So, yeah, it's going to be a good show. we got a lot to talk about. So let's get to it. Agreed, brother. Uh, Shockley, buddy. Hey, what have you been up to since we last chatted? Shock? He's probably technical. Just move on. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, Shockley. Uh, Centurion Pal. Hey, what's up, friend? Oh, not much, man. It is Sunday night. I am I am excited to be here, man. I got, obviously, every Sunday night, I get to hang out with you and Tim Dog Invader. But tonight, we've got K-Mega and Predator. I have actually done shows with you two gentlemen. It is absolutely amazing to be able to do another show with you guys once again. How are you guys doing? Absolutely, 
you know, man, it, I, it's it's like I said, this is this is great. I when I got the invite, I was like, I was giddy. I was telling my wife, like, whoa, I'm getting ready to get on TXR, man. GRG and the next podcast are two podcasts that have me like on the floor laughing the whole time. Hey man, we try to be funny, lighthearted, especially with me and Fred. We we uh we go at it every once in a while, but uh uh but yeah, no, I mean our boy X Five Four Four Eight, been been knowing that brother for a long time. He's a dear friend of mine. So and and just uh yeah, I mean we try to have a friendly environment, but you know we we take it seriously, but we don't take it too seriously to where people just can't listen and enjoy and laugh and have fun. That's the same on GRG as well. So, man, yeah, this is, I know, like Fred just said, I mean, this is, this is an honor for real. All right. All right. Yeah, no, again, guys, great to, to have you on. Uh, great community members. Uh, Shockley will just wait on for a little bit. I think he's just working out some technical stuff. So, you know what, guys? Let's... Yeah, I'm here. Oh, right. okay, you are. Okay, bud, how have you been? Well, Oh, pretty good. Uh, finally beat uh, Returnal. Um, I think I only died t- ten times, so it was pretty good. Um, I didn't do the secret ending yet because that takes a little bit of RNG <laughs> to get that. Um, mm-hmm. And moved on to Resident Evil Eight, um, which has that's been fantastic. I I didn't really dig Seven. I got partway into it trying to play the VR, um, but this one feels like you're back at home. Like if you, especially if you enjoyed Resident Evil Four. It feels like perfectly at home, like especially if you love that game. So that's what I've been doing lately. But we'll get into the uh, topics. Yeah, no, totally. And uh, you know what? We will kick things off, guys, by talking about Starfield. I mean, that's the uh, the hot topic uh, the past few days. And you know, the game it's only really been known by a, a teaser from a few years back and a handful of interviews. And a lot of people are excited for it because it's Bethesda's next big game. Uh, with the you know obviously the acquisition by Microsoft, everyone's soon questioning, you know, what's this game's exclus- exclusivity going to be? Well, it looks like we've gotten confirmation based on what reliable insiders are saying now. Uh, with Venture Beats Jeff Grubb stating that Starfield is exclusive to Xbox and PC. Period. This is me confirming that, along with a few other fairly credible sources reiterating the same thing. Obviously, I want everyone to chime in here, but I'll start off uh, with our guests. K-Mega, I'll go to you first. Uh, this is a game that, while admittedly we don't know much about, uh, it's being billed as the Fallout in Space, quote-unquote. This is going to be a very significant release. So how big is this title? How big is Starfield uh, like going to be as an exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem? Well, for it being an exclusive, it's massive. It's it's uh, a brand new AAA IP. So for that right there, that's that gives it you know that that's in a huge that's in a huge point right there. But uh, for the game itself, we don't know what it is. I mean, I've heard rumors from the, that the game is not like Outer Worlds. It's more like Outer Wilds or No Man's Sky. Um, you know, when I've also heard that it could be somewhere in the same realm as as a um, Mass Effect, I have no idea. Or it's like Fallout in space. I have no idea what the game is, but I wouldn't tell anybody not to be hyped for it because Xbox has been needing these uh, AAA uh, exclusives for for sure. And for this game, for me, 
to get the attention, so much attention that it's getting. I think it's great. I just don't want people to get uh, too ahead of themselves and start crowning it as this achievement when we haven't seen or known anything about it. But I definitely uh, think that uh, it, it's 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 going to be massive, and I and I'm really excited for it. I mean, personally, I can't wait to see what they're going to show us at E3, and if this game is potentially going to drop this time uh, this year. With when you got like Halo, when you have the other games that's going to be dropping, I mean, psh, that's mm-hmm. a that's a huge win for Xbox for sure. Right, right. Now, is this something that we should keep our hype and check for? I mean, again, we don't really know a lot about it, and considering some of the issues with the creation engine in the past, I mean, obviously Fallout seventy six, it had its fair share of well right. bugs and so on. Um, again, I know a lot of people are really excited for it, but it, you know, you know, is that something where we should maybe, you know, just, uh, you know, just wait to get excited kind of a thing? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, it's all right to be hype about something. Um, but it's just that when people start taking the, taking, talking about games like this that we don't really know about, and then trying to project it to be up there on the stage, same, uh, same wave league of Halo or God of War or 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 even Skyrim, something of that nature. That that to me is a little bit much because I mean we could just look at just the, the the most recent game that had the biggest hype I think in years, and that was Cyberpunk, and that is a game that I absolutely love up and down. But a lot of people didn't get the opportunity to play it like I did all the way through, and it was it had a disaster launch and it did not meet expectations. So that's the one thing I would just say to gamers is look, be happy about it. It'd be hype, but just don't crown it yet. Let's see what this game is. Because as as uh, we've talked about Returnal, um, that's a game that some people was already touting as being game of the year. But then now, you know... Now nobody's talking about it. Yeah, now nobody's really talking about it. And then also, people didn't know what road-like games were about. And then they started having the issues and start seeing how hard and difficult the game is. Mm-hmm. So that's now, that's the same thing. So... That's why I'm just trying to tell Xbox gamers, hey, just pump the brakes a little bit. Be hyped. There's nothing wrong with that. But please, let's just see what this game is. I believe that Todd Howard and them is going to make a fantastic game, but I just want to see it and and li- at least know what the story and, and, and the aspects of the game is going to be first before we can start crowning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um Actually, did anybody see? There was a few leaks the past few days. Did anybody see the leaked uh, pictures yeah. from the game? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I saw, I saw it. Uh, I, I tweeted it, and um, I can tell you just by my analytics of my Twitter, uh, I notice when things are hot with Xbox, you get you know the certain signs of it. Um, for some reason, Starfield wiped everything off the the charts. Uh, it wiped off the Ratchet and Clank talk. Uh, which I thought that was going to be dominant. It wasn't dominant. When Jeff Grubb made uh, an obvious tweet, even more obvious, I think it set in to some people. And, uh, you know, there's a reset error with 1,500 replies in under three hours or whatever. The thread got closed because everyone started acting like babies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, saying, you robbed me, uh, all this type of stuff. And, oh, I saw uh, that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had one guy say that uh, Sony's going to sue them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But I can tell you that, that uh, the overall um, reaction to Starfield, and you'll see a lot of content creators now jumping on Starfield videos. You'll see that. Um, 
you could tell the trend. Uh, people, listen, I, me and K-Megan, we talked uh, right before the show. We kind of went back and forth about this. I think uh, it is a game that Xbox, you know, if you, listen, he's right and you should, you should be cautious, but they got to get this right. Uh, Todd Howard had a bad showing with uh, Fallout 76, I think. I think he's ready to really make his case again. Um, he has a certain level of pedigree that's it's it's up there. Like there's certain guys that you could say that make games. Uh, Druckmann, I think, is the best example. And I'm not even putting Howard in that class, but you know that you're going to get that game. Uh, with this game, I think you know that you you they really have a chance to knock it out of the ballpark. They have a good theme. It's different. It's in space. It's an RPG. Uh, there's probably going to be a lot of stuff. Uh, when Xbox was at its strongest, I felt that it had mass effect and it was exclusive. Uh, I kind of feel like this is touching on that. And um, <clears throat> I do feel like all these people who bash Xbox say you don't have games to play. Uh, listen, I'm waiting for that date for this game to drop because I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be mm. the, 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 the game that shuts everyone up because there comes a point where, listen, I'm playing Resident Evil 8. If this was just exclusive on PlayStation 5, I would have to get a PlayStation 5. You know, there's no doubt about it. Um, that's how big of a deal it is. And uh, I think it's uh, a needle needle pusher. And, um, yeah, it's, it's on fire right now. It's just nice to see. Uh, you know, a lot of people are hyped about it. But it's also crazy to see that people still think this is not going to be an exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's pretty crazy, too, because uh, we also got rumors of uh, supposedly one big Xbox Bethesda show uh, also in the works as well for uh, the whole E3 kind of a showcase. Uh, do you think that we'll hear anything uh, like do you guys think that Starfield is going to be released this year? Oh, man, that's a tough one, man. It's like I, I don't know, because like we haven't even, mm-hmm. you know, with. With Bethesda, the last couple of games have come out with, it's been like a short, you know, announcement window. You know, like, mm-hmm. here's some gameplay footage, and it's coming out in three months. You know, so um, they've been working on this game for, what, like five years now, it seems like? Is what, what yeah. Getting thrown around. So, I mean, like, it could possibly come out. I mean, like, you got to think there haven't been any huge releases for the Series X, you know, yet. I mean, mm-hmm. Halo got delayed, so that was supposed to be their their breadwinner right there. But since they delayed that, like we really haven't had a huge, huge game. Um, so I think the beginning of this year after E3 is like it's you know put up a shut up time. So like, yeah, if you got something that's ready, drop it. I just hope it's ready. I think if this comes out with the same stigma that um, that Cyberpunk came out and it's broken, it's screwed up, you know, or Fallout 76. I don't really think they're going to make that mistake again. But um, if it comes out and it releases with very minimal bugs, um, it'll be a hit when it comes out. But I, I just don't know, man. It's like, I think it, it needs to, but um, it depends on what it's up against, too. You know, like, you got, you know, after what, when we start hitting that stride in, like, you know, October, November, when we start ramping up, you're going to have Halo, possibly Forza, um, Battlefield. I think there's another Call of Duty coming out this year. Um, and if you throw Starfield in that mix, not saying it's going to, you know, go up against, like, it's mm-hmm. not going to hold its own weight. But, like, that's a lot in a small amount of time frame um, coming um, by the end of the year between, like, you know, like I said, October and December. 
Um, it, it's possible, but um, I, I would see but that. Here's, a, one thing you should think about is like, you don't have to buy it. It's like Game Pass is going to put access True. to it in people's True. hands where they don't have to like, hey, you have to, do I get Battlefield or do I get Horizon? Like, you know, if you have multiple consoles, but say you don't, whatever. But say any of those other multi-plats that are big heavy hitters, True. those are 60 bucks. Maybe I choose one of those, but okay, I'll get Game Pass and Halo multiplayer is free to play. And if I want to play the campaign, just get Game Pass and I get Starfield. And here would, here would be my reasoning why they wouldn't put it out is because we can't find Series X's anywhere. Now, if this game is going to be yeah. the, the, the One X or the, the uh, One S, you know, that's different because you can still play it on old-gen consoles. But, like, if you can only play this on Series X and PC. Um, and, like I said, a lot of homes can't find one. So that might sure. be the only holdup right now. At least those you know, are multi-system, multi, multi mm-hmm. so... That's a great point because I know, listen, I know uh, I've talked to people and they said that they wanted to release Halo 2 when there's a readily available consoles. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the case this year. Uh, it's They're not going to have... Uh, I think the shortages are going to continue to next year and that could be a reason in their talks like, hey, let's give them four months, give Halo its its shine in the... In the in the in the in the on the holiday, and you know, put that put this right here, March. Uh, you really can't go wrong. Grub has hinted now that he thinks it's going to get delayed. Uh, that comes from fears that you know, there's been studies done um, or things that I've heard, like that you you only get fifty percent of the seventy five percent of your workers' uh, output as compared to if they're in the office, uh, where you get a hundred percent output. Uh, there are people that actually look at that type of stuff. Uh, you know, that's just, uh, you know, there's a job for a job for a job. It's called micromanaging. And especially when it, it comes to money and stuff like that, it's being done. So, uh, yeah, so you don't get the same production. So it also tied into COVID. Uh, Xbox, I think, company-wide, they don't have gatherings till, uh, or Microsoft had some. They're, they're not going to have any large-scale events to the 22nd. It depends on their recommendations and how if people are back to work. But if they're in full sloop and they're back together now and they're working in the offices, I think that they could get it done by this year, uh, and it's still a possibility. Um, I just think it's in flux right now, and maybe what you just said is is part of the talk now, like the saying, "Hey, we're going to be freaking supply constraint constricted till freaking March of 2022." Let's, uh, you know, this would be a perfect time to, you know, get our a huge amount of chips and put them out and, you know, win an MPD and take an MPD in April and, uh, you know, put it out April because that's 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 the way you have to think. It's now strategy. Uh, and, and I do feel like it's going to be the Xbox game that shuts people up uh, when it comes to where your games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I totally and- agree with that. Yeah, and just to put it out there, too, we also don't know what other games are kind of out there. Actually, I'm going to just answer this because this kind of leans into what I'm saying. Uh, Dirt Griggity with the $5 Super Chat. Hey, Dirt, thanks for uh, the donation. What's up, TXR, K-Mega, and Pred? I know people made fun of us for this, but does saying wait till E3 hit different in 2021 because of the 23 studios? (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, I I think so, just because uh, I think certain people are on edge just because, you know, Xbox uh, basically doubled their studios within, uh, you know, 
well they let's just say they've increased it uh, quite significantly this year and uh there's going to be a lot of announcements and leading into what i was saying from that um like we still have unannounced games for example are we going to get forza horizon 5 this year you know we've heard some murmurs about that will we see uh like other titles as well psychonauts 2 is also on its way judging by uh, phil changing his pick recently i wouldn't be surprised if we heard something about that soon and there's others there's others there's so many uh so much content coming out of these uh studios that oh yeah we'll we'll see some new stuff uh soon uh centurion i i would love to get your thoughts on this the whole uh <clears throat> starfield thing um like, do you think that we'll hear something about Starfield sometime soon? Oh, definitely. Um, has anybody been paying attention to the like some of the Xbox Twitters, like the whole E3 logo on like the Starfield background? I'm I'm looking to what I'm looking forward to what E3 is going to reveal for in my mind the next um, one to two years. Uh, the direction that Xbox is going, the direction that Bethesda is now going to take uh, under Xbox's ownership. Um, and I know there's probably a lot of people that have concerns over, you know, some of the bugs and stuff that from games in the past over at Bethesda. Um, but I have to look at now some of the games that I'm playing on the the boosted games from Xbox, the 120 games. The Fallout games and other games like that are running so smooth now on the Series X that I really do feel that technology has come to a point where some of these games, I mean, at least this this particular engine feels a little bit better optimized, at least for the Series X. Um, I am curious on how this game is going to work on other consoles. Um, but for the most part, I'm not too concerned on if the game's going to be like another cyberpunk situation because we got to look at what Todd Howard's been through with getting burned on Fallout 76. We got to look at what Phil Spencer's been through with um, Lionhead Studios, games like Fable Legends, Scalebound, even uh, Crackdown 3. Um, so even, uh, even Phil's had his fair share of things biting him. So I'm pretty sure that they're not going to want to put anything out there unless it's ready. And I'm just going to take the stance. The game will be ready when it's ready. And I'm not going to be one of these people that go on Twitter or any other social media and demand more and this, that, and the other. Um, I already have a backlog that's overflowing. I just got the Mass Effect trilogy and that God knows how long that's going to take. I mean, there's games coming out from everywhere and a game like uh, Starfield is just going to be a monumental task just to play it in itself. So yeah. that game will be ready when it's ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. All right, we got $2 Super Chat from Psychonauts and he says Starfield. Tim, I think that's a reference to you. <laughs> Starfield. Yeah, I just keep uh, putting Starfield up, and I just watch my followers grow. Literally, uh, I put it up, <laughs> and then I get these conversations. I don't read them when it's on like a tweet like that, uh, or I will, will. I will read them, but I will like like not comment. Um, but uh, yeah, I just keep putting it up, and uh, it's like I said, it's it's gathered a hype on its own, and. Um, I just can't believe it. You know, I thought people would be talking about uh, Ratchet and Clank and the impressions, but 
that didn't seem to, you know, more people were talking about 1080p stuff like that. I mean, it does look tremendous. Looks like a good game, but there was their hype, and the Returnal just fell off. I mean, uh, like uh, Kimega said, it's a rogue shooter, so uh, I think that it definitely is a little bit uh, – it, it, it narrows your – the people who play it. it takes a certain type of player i to like that i guess and it's 70 dollars um, too so people yeah like, ah. and it's 70 dollars <laughs> exactly um but you know aside from that like that's not dominating the talk the talk has been holy fit holy shit starfield's exclusive and then now they're they're drip leaking which i really like uh, i think that they're selectively giving out screens now to people influencers in the community or that are in that like that one guy who keeps uh, tweeting stuff, mm-hmm. he's getting fed something from somebody probably from, uh, you know, from from Xbox. What I've heard on Xbox PR side, everyone shut up. Radio silence, no interviews really, uh, you know, try not to go on podcasts. Uh, this is, uh, you know, make or break time. And I think they're, they're very focused Um from what I gather, you know, just asking, they're just like right now balls to the wall working. And that's every E3, but I just think it's uh, a little different now because of COVID. Now they're coming back and they're kind of back into it and they're inundated with work. So uh, it's good in a way. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, maybe we'll get some uh, announcements tomorrow about E3, but you know, this place is about to blow up. You know, Xbox fans are, are super excited. Uh, you know, we're not going to pretend that we're not, we don't have games because games are going to be coming. They're going to come to a point where, you know, it's going to be get ridiculous. Um, there. Yeah, no, yeah, no. exactly. Like yeah. you know, but you know, it'll just be when they can just knock that off and say, "Hey, you know, here, here, here." Uh, you know, I think that's possible. XO twenty twenty could happen too. Um, and that might be in person. So there's a lot to be excited about. There's a lot of planning going on, I believe. Uh, but, yeah, Xbox is a place to be, man. And I'm not just saying that. Just, just, just feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no doubt. I was just going to say, like, I mean, what Dirk Brigitte just said is, like, look, we've been, we've been saying this for a while. It, these, these things take time. They, the games doesn't just get made overnight. I mean, just look at The Last of Us 2 and how long that was in development. And so, again, for anybody that wants, you know, instant gratification in the gaming business, that's just not going to happen. And then once, but see, once we get to the point to where it's it's just constantly big hit, big hit, big hit coming, uh, on top of the stuff that we already know about but still don't know when those games are going to drop, like Scorn or Crossfire, Crossfire X and uh, Bright Memory Infinite, there's just mm-hmm. so many games that's going to be dropping within the next year that we'll just go, we're going to be overwhelmed, and if it, and, and, and thanks, thank God for uh, Game Pass, and then on top of that, you start dropping these big AAA bangers on top of that. I mean, we'll have every, we'll, our plate will be so full that I don't think anybody will be able to say anything about Xbox has no games anymore for sure. They're going to, they're, it's going to get crazy. Yeah, it's going to get you know a guy like me who. You know, took it. I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll, I'll be reminding people. I'm sure on oh, Twitter. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> oh, I will too. <laughs> you know, but the, the thing is, is that listen, uh, there. It, it's now. You know, I, I never really started looking at this. It's, uh, when we started talking pre-show, 
I definitely think now Xbox is in the position where they're looking strategically. Uh, and, you know, Predator brought the, the thing about the supply is I'm hearing that, that and I reiterate this, that they're going to be out, it's both Sony and them, till like March of next year. And that means that you're you're in the same position. Yeah, during Christmas it's going to get crazier. There'll be a lot, you know, a, a, probably a, maybe more ways, but it's still going to be hard. It's still going to be like, you know, you got to get lucky. Uh, when it comes to the point where you can readily go into the store and just buy it, that could be April of 2022. Now, if that's the case, why blow your whole uh, your whole wad on the freaking Starfield, uh, Forza Horizon 5, and Halo? Like, why not Halo, Forza, and then Starfield, and give it a fresh start in April? Um, you know, like, that's strategic-wise now that's coming in, you know. When Sunset Overdrive dropped, what was the game that, that demolished it? It just basically, you know, it came out during a time Destiny. where... Was it <laughs> yeah. Destiny? Destiny it came out absolute, like, a, like a month Titan or so Titanfall and Destiny? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it absolutely... just Day one, I never played it because of... Of Destiny, it has to be Destiny. <laughs> I bought it because something else was coming up, and then Destiny Beta was coming up, and then I was too hyped. And I was like, right. yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. playing it. Sorry. But the uh, reason why Battle I bring... Mordor dropped it around there too, didn't it? There was a lot of games. Yeah. Probably no, there Assassin's was one, Creed there was one, Maybe it was. It was one game in particular that was going to be like, why are they on that date? Why are they on that date? And a lot of people brought it up. And I think afterwards, in 2020 hindsight, they probably should have went with a different date. Uh, they just put it up and it got crushed. And, uh, you know, with Starfield, you could... Really, uh, not that that you don't want it to crush Halo. First of all, uh, you you know maybe just give Halo its own platform. So there's a lot of things that can be talked about in that nature, um, and I just think it's uh, you know it's, the Xbox got no games now. Which games are Xbox going to drop and when, and what announcements are coming? Because on top of this, we have still a ton of announcements that we don't know about. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff him. that that they have. I don't like see early March next year. For sure, especially yeah. if because there's no way Ragnarok is going to make 2021. We never even saw a glimpse of a CGI trailer for that, so that could be something early next year for Sony. So that'd be a good kind of counter. God of War, and you have Starfield to go up against it. Horizon, hopefully this year. But you yeah, realize we probably won't get a custom thing. console for Halo. No, you're right, hundred percent. Maybe if you know, after the case, it's a great point. But I thought Maybe about that the other day. <laughs> yeah, a controller for sure. But that's an excellent point. I actually thought about that the other day. I'm like, no way, you're not going to get console, custom console for a long time. Um, I don't think this will be the first no custom console for for Halo. I mean, probably. maybe they could, but I Get doubt it. OG. <laughs> I think they just they like just it. want. From what I heard, they would just want sheer numbers. They just mm-hmm. want as many as that they can get. Uh, AMD can't keep up with the demand. I mean, it's not really their fault. Uh, pandemic hit. A lot of things that, you know, and then, then we have, you know, cryptocurrency that's going crazy. 3090s, uh, you know, are just impossible to get. This, you have a shortage on every segment of the supply line. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just in Corona. So, you, you know, listen, I think next year, uh, March is is the date, really. Um, and I don't know. I, I do think that originally that I've heard that they wanted this year. So uh, I think that uh, nothing's set in stone that 
they're basically discussing it as we speak. They might make a decision the week before E3, and that's the way you have to be when you want, you know, or you've always had to be that way, especially when we're going up against each other. Uh, but that's the way you have to be. You have to be flexible. And I think that this makes them a little flexible. Uh, and 2022 is going to be, like, nice. And then I think 2023, 2024, those years are just going to be, like, uh, you know, really bombarded with a lot of games. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim, I've been calling that for a while on product shortages. I remember in the holidays of last year, everybody was talking about how things are going to be better. And regretfully, Mm -hmm. in my line of work, I get to work on products from all over the world, which is fun. Um, Right now, I have to tell some of my customers when they come in and ask for certain things that I will take their money gladly, but they won't see anything for about eight months. Wow. So like, look, yeah, I, I remember I you saying that, that. like an eight month build time behind them. And I have to say, I remember that you we actually talked about that on the show. And I remember at the time disagreeing mm. with you, but you actually turned out completely right. One of the things that I think, I think it also hit Xbox off uh, Microsoft and Sony. Like, like I think that they all thought they were going to be okay in April. And that was the thing. And then it just was like, no, June, and then, like, June hit, and then it's like, no, next year. I always had this. So what I try to explain to my customers is at the beginning of this pandemic, we had this completely worldwide shutdown for about three months that there was, like, really no yeah. no factories were running worldwide for about two to three months. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden these factories opened back up to economies that, you know, some of their products almost tripled in demand. But they had all these rules and restrictions through social distancing on how many could people could be on the factory floor, how many people could be near each other. So you basically have this shrunken down labor force, and they were never allowed to basically uh, recover the product that they had sold during those months that they were shut down. They basically ate off their own supply without replenishing it. Wow. And now we're and now we're starting to go through this bubble where, there's no product because they never had a chance to catch up. Yeah, it's a great way of explaining it. Uh, you know, I, you know, going back and looking at the pandemic um, and when it started, uh, I remember that everything was just shut down. Like your mind was shut down for uh, at least a month or whatever. Like nobody was even driving. I remember driving because I'm a essential worker on the road at like brush hour and there was nobody on the road. Oh, dude. Uh, you know, and that's it. And I'm days. talking about New York, and I'm talking about New York, like where, bro. You know, I've you have no idea. So, like, I feel know. like I've kind of been on the front lines of some craziness because I don't I don't really watch too much about political stuff. But apparently, whatever's going on in the state next to me on the, that has like the West Coast, mm. apparently a lot a lot of people packed up and left. Um, and according to our <laughs> analysts here, about a thousand people a day left and came over here and started buying up wow. houses, real estate are like, dude, you can't find apartments with ease around here that like there is more people on the roads now than before the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's crazy too, about even about your whole point of twine. I think it's, it's really, you know, a fundamental way of looking at it, but like, the pandemic made everyone with the game as gamers, all of us here, everyone was like tuned into gaming. And then you got like this new rash of people that got into it 
and they've stuck on. You like really added a lot of gamers after coronavirus. So now you have that compiled onto everything. They found out how therapeutic. So you're coming back to work and gaming. Like Xbox is way up. Like their financials are ridiculous. Sony's is ridiculous. Uh, you know, so it's like the perfect storm, and uh, that's why you, you know we just have to wait it out. But you know, aside from that, as you know, you know about the subject of Starfield, mm-hmm. it does give you that you know idea that uh, when when it does hit, they could strategically place it if they want, um, especially when people can buy the consoles. You know, you hate to put out a unbelievable exclusive way and you can't sell the console well what i mean again tim like they're in a place now where they got multiple things on the go uh for example later this month um was it mech warrior 5 will be dropping on uh, console and the windows store we got uh, again psychonauts 2 Flight Simulator is supposed to be dropping on console in August, I believe. Crossfire X. Crossfire X, The Gunk, Scorn, and there's a whole slew of other stuff that they're not just relying on the big games, Bright Memory and so on. Like, there's, it's not just Starfield, and that's the thing. They can, if they wanted to, again, they could move it. Some people are saying in the chat that, oh, uh, there's rumors about it being moved to, like, either February or March. And you know what? That would be fine, too. Just give it time to breathe, right? Be strategic about it if they need to. Right. And I think that's the perfect uh, opportunity right there because everybody has – there's going to be a lot of people that's going to be firmly on Halo and Battlefield 6. And that's also a thing that, to me, is with Game Pass – what is Xbox going to bring at the end of the year? Are they going to surprise us with a game to come to Game Pass like Back for Blood? There was a, you know, I, I mean, because it mm-hmm. came out of nowhere that it got moved, it got pushed back, and I'm like, whoa, you know. And I played the demo on PC, and I'm I'm stoked for it. It almost seemed like it was ready to go, but it seemed like there was a reason for them to push it back towards the end of the year. And then let's just go by the rumors that's been going on about Battlefield 6. And if Microsoft and EA can do something and make magic happen and put put Battlefield 6 on Game Pass like that month before Halo drops or 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 after or whatever cuz I think Halo might drop a little bit later than what people are anticipating, but if that is to happen, yeah, move Starfield and put it in its own lane right there at the beginning of the year during tax time perfect opportunity for xbox just to have a slate of games coming from the summer all the way until the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. agreed good segue yeah actually (laughs) no it is because i was just about to say on that note you know let's move over to some other bits of news and you always need to be a bit wary for example of what a company exec says now, they can often stoke up hype when there's nothing there. However, there's a little blurb that dropped that got many people kind of paying attention. And recently, Xbox's head of gaming services, Ben Decker, has hyped a new unannounced game in the works at one of Xbox's studios. Uh, he states in his Game Radar interview, and I quote, uh, he's talking about Game Pass here, 55% of those surveyed said that the main reason that they joined is to get new games at release. Again, referring to Game Pass. He went on to say that we have 23 studios across Xbox and Bethesda working on Halo, Forza, Fallout, and new IP that we haven't even talked about yet that is going to blow your mind. 
we can deliver all of that into Game Pass on day one. Now, this makes me very curious, as it sounds like they're teasing something new, possibly <laughs> getting announced soon. I mean, they've been pretty quiet, as Tim said. Predator, I'll, I'll go with you on this one. Uh, obviously, it's hard to say what this IP they could be referring to could be, but what would you like to see coming from Xbox Studios? And as well, what internal studio could uh, you see them uh, getting an announcement for? Man, there's so many studios now. I can't even keep <laughs> right, going. right. Who's, like, who's working on what and where? Um, who hasn't done anything in a while? I mean, look at it that way. Um, man, I don't know. I've been trying to think what, because Microsoft, their their library of games is so diverse now. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's hard because especially now with all the RPGs they got coming. I, I honestly, I would love to see them. Um, just kind of get back into the Japanese RPG, you know, mm-hmm. realm. Um, I, I just don't know who would make it. You know, like, they, they just don't have that collection. I mean, we're getting Yakuza's and stuff like that now, but they need their own. You know, I remember, like, Blue Dragon, when Miss Walker was working with Microsoft, they had Blue Dragon, they had, um, what was the other game they had? Um, Lost Odyssey. Lost, uh, Lost yeah. Odyssey, you know, and I remember I remember those games. Um, but like they haven't really gone that way in a while. Um and they this they're talking about it's a brand new IP that's gonna blow minds. I mean, I can't obviously can't tell you what it is, but I'm just like what studio's working on it? And there's so many like they have what, like twenty something plus studios now and they're all working on multiple projects. So yeah, like yeah, heard about it. So it's kinda hard to be like, okay, well, you're working on it. But, <laughs> but you're also working on this and this and this. So like it's it's yeah. crazy. And you're talking about if if you're thinking of something that's gonna blow our mind, that means it's probably triple A. Um maybe it's, you know, um maybe it's a studio they just built. Because they've only talked about yeah. one thing. I yeah. I I actually think it's an exile because they they were teasing right after that and they said uh, first person shooter RPG AAA. So mm. I think that that's my personal opinion, but it is it, it could be anybody. Right. I mean, I have a theory too that compulsion. We will hear something from them too because they they've been very silent, and then up until recently, their Twitter account just started like posting some different pictures and uh, so on. I don't know. I mean, I I could see them. It's been a little while since, uh, you know, We Happy Few and the DLC's been out for that. So we could see maybe some kind of a teaser. Well, you know the story with them, right? How they grew to, or they're trying to grow to 120 dev capacity Mm -hmm. and they're getting a new studio built. Yes. New property. So they're probably on the back burner, but they're, uh, they're probably writing the the game i mean i can really want to see what they do i think yeah i agree where are they based out of uh montreal so right yeah so the canada right up where you were at so yeah yeah yeah, it's gonna be interesting i just hope that phil gives them the full reign because they want to they want to they like to test the waters like they were a little Mm -hmm. edgy with if you remember the happy pill (laughs) on we happy few um, you know, when I saw that at E3, I was like, oh, these guys are, you know, when I saw that trailer, I was totally taken in. I thought that was one of the big things, but they could tell a story and I think they're going to be a very strong, um, 
uh, you know, a strong developer, but I like how that they fought for their position. They, they said, I believe, that they told Xbox or Microsoft, we want to grow and we don't want to be a small studio. Mm-hmm. So 120 is nearing AAA. I would say know, so. You know, so 150, you're definitely within the studio capacity, I think, to make a a, a nice scale AAA. You know, when 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 uh, they made uh, the story of uh, you know Horizon, I think Rilla Games they were around 150 for a while. Mm-hmm. Then they grew to 250, but you know they made Horizon. So you know, with 150 developers, that's pretty serious. And Xbox is a lot of these studios. That are like two thirty, two fifty. Rare's like freaking. I don't know. Rare is just just a very big. It's hard to get a number on them, mm-hmm. but definitely over three hundred. Uh, Coalition uh, approaching four hundred. Freaking three four three is like. I heard yeah. seven hundred now. It's yeah. crazy. Right. And guys, you got to think about it too. Like even the Bethesda studios, there's all kinds of stuff that they're working on, not just the, uh, you know, the regular like Elder Scrolls and whatnot. Arcane is working on a new IP. Actually, there was something that came out earlier today, I think, or this weekend that uh, it was referring to a, a game codenamed Omen. It's supposed to be like some kind of like a dark vampire game uh, that I was hearing about. Uh, that sounded kind of interesting off the forums. Uh, Zenimax Online is working on a new IP. And also, like again, there's they have so many studios. Uh, Roundhouse, as well, they've been quiet. Supposedly, they're working on another new IP. It's uh, it's insane. What is Mojang working on besides Minecraft? That's a good question. <laughs> if anybody knows in the <laughs> chat, let me know. You I don't really hear anything out of them, though. I mean, they're pretty dedicated to Minecraft. Obviously, Minecraft Dungeons is... Uh, well, they were still adding some uh, DLC to that, some uh, different expansions. But otherwise, uh, yeah, they're they're basically the uh, the Minecraft crew as far as I know. I haven't heard of uh, any... Well, here, here's a lucky wrench in this whole thing. Maybe that game is from a studio they're acquiring later. Yeah, it's very possible. I mean, no, no, I mean, no, it's very possible that, that that's true. Um, uh, because, well, I mean, there's been talk about them acquiring, uh, you know, different things for a while now. But then again, look what happened with Discord. Things broke down and then they went to Sony. So I don't know. But uh, I don't know, either way, it's just uh, very exciting. Like Tim said, in Exile, they were teasing something with the Xbox Twitter. I mean, it's actually it's kind of curious too that uh, they brought up uh, or that this uh, that this uh, Xbox personnel brought up uh, Fallout in these uh, wor- that the studios are working on. I mean, is it possible that in Exile could be working on a, the Fallout IP? What would they call it? That would be unbelievable. That would be <laughs> mind blowing. That would be. That'd be really huge, but would they call her like as making it that it's not a sequel? Yeah, that's from what I heard too. I remember like last year there was a talk of uh, all the studios and you know kind of evaluations and you know uh, goals being set and stuff like that. And I remember one time you know I was you know playing with some notable people and I, you know they came up and. Uh, the comment was, they're really, they're really, uh, they're really good. They're gonna, you know, like they were taken back. How, uh, you know, 
you know how what the stuff that you know they're creating or pushing. So, in Exile's been been for, that was an unbelievable pickup by Phil. I uh, was mm-hmm. it wasn't even talked about when it happened. Uh, it was like eh, in, in Exile, but you know, um, even Obsidian, Obsidian's got like four uh, yeah. or five things going on for, apparently. Obsidian's at about two fifty, I think. You know, one day we should try to get Clobro because he really knows a lot. Like I know the internal numbers, or I have an idea, mm-hmm. but he really like he ha- he knows it. And he knows he has the backup for it too. But like we, if we just had him on, maybe we could figure out. We'll do the whole studios. Uh, maybe I'll talk to him. We'll like mm-hmm. find out what's what. Because all I've heard, like you know, I laughed because when people talked about. Jim Ryan, they were all excited, 189 billion or billion put into game development and they're growing it organically. Xbox has been growing at a crazy pace organically since 2018. It hasn't been reported on at all other than the likes of Dealer, Cult, people in the Xbox community, myself. Uh, You know, (laughs) they've hired over probably 2,000 developers. I mean, I remember the number. I I remember it was 600, over 600, and that was like with five months. No, like three months, just just 603 months. Then it was like after that, it grew to over 1,000, and I would say by now it's probably 1,500. They have been adding like crazy. That's why I'm spewing off these numbers like, Obsidian 250, uh, you know, studios, the, the developers. Yeah, you could probably have their main guy work 130 to 150 on mainline game, and then you have these other games that they uh, could look into too. So, you know, there's 35 teams, maybe 36 now with Gears, because I think that Gears is going to get now. Uh, you know, they're going to get a new IP, but it's going to be experimental. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more about getting used to the engine. And what works, what looks beautiful, what doesn't, and where we can go to get their final design. I think Gear Six is going to be the defining Unreal Engine experience for Five, and uh, I think that's what they're aiming for. Uh, so that's uh, exciting. Gears can take the little break, um, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, listen, we haven't really talked about it other than other than Bethesda. The Xbox Studios is 15 strong. I think a lot of questions right now with Xbox are. What are you going to do in the fact that you have one guy overseeing 15 studios and they're all growing like the way we're talking? It comes to a point where it's, it's hard to do. So I think that they're trying to shore up their 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 uh, their whole Xbox game studios. And then once that's done, I think that they'll be done. But I still think that they're still in that aggressive mode, pushing that and, you know, um, you know, finalizing this. Maybe they get another publisher and they break it up in three. Bethesda, you know, Xbox West, Xbox East, and they break up the studios so there could be like <clears throat> 10 studios per guy. Because booty at 15 is a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, I think that's, you know, and, I, and I've heard rumblings that, the, you know, people want different budget takes. And, you know, it's hard when you're doing 15 studios. Some games are going to get more than others. Um so, you know, and that's handled by, so I could see something happening with that and rebranding and then uh, basically shoring it up. And then, you know, you're talking about a freaking game every three months, like, and, you know, it being AAA is like, you know, 60% of the time, you know what I mean? Like that's how, and that's just on, on the first party output, not to mention that they could do anything what they want. They want triple up a third party, 
deals. I mean, that's why, you know, we're confident about Xbox, and that's why we're all here. We're all parts of the community because, you know, we see this, and, you know, we're reporting on it and, you know, or talking about it. You know, obviously I feel that their future future is bright. I'm not going to say they have no games when I'm still playing. I'm playing Resident Evil. I'm playing unbelievable amount of games via – uh, game Pass and and people who have Game Pass have that thing. So the argument falls on its face uh, at this point. You know, Xbox is uh, is is really setting themselves to to, to put themselves on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do you no, think I, they'll no keep uh, Bethesda separate? Like just not. I thought. Listen, I've I've talked about studios, this. They have to be those studios. Yeah, they would be completely d- different. They would just do Bethesda. What are you saying? Take on a couple of studios. Well, I mean, just like since it's so many studios, just hey, Zenimax, you were managing all of those studios. Just keep doing that. You'll just answer to Phil. Right. Well, that, that's pretty much what that they've done. Not too much work, like Booty taking on like twenty three. Yes, you're you're you're, you're right, a hundred percent. But even fifteen at once is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, another solution I heard is maybe Bethesda take like Obsidian and Exile. And you know, I mean, Bethesda take those those studios and and handle them, uh, just to lighten the load on on Matt. You know what I mean? Uh, and or getting, you know, like I, I think that there there's a little work to be done on that aspect, the managerial aspects. That'll get itself cleared up. I think that that's on the agenda. Like they realize that they they're probably going to expand more, and they're going to have to have the over, you know, they have to have the oversight too. Yeah, the oversight camera is just one guy. And let's not forget too that um, I, 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 and I'm still um, hard pressed not to believe that they're not going to try to like because when you were saying that you know east and and west, but I'm thinking when you say east, I'm thinking like Japan or the eastern side of the globe. Well, that's I think that's because, Phil's wish. Right, I, right, and and I think like. That's I think that's that's a huge a big draw for them not only just because of Japan, but for Korea, for for China, mm-hmm. for everything else that's in that region that that you know because they are there are some really good studios that's making some good games and Xbox the only thing right now that they're lacking is some hack and slash and some you know some some JRPGs that's mm-hmm. really it so I you know because you got you got the shooter market. Uh, Yep. Uh, taken taken up you have the uh western uh, rpg market sewn up man there that is crazy how many great uh uh rpg western rpg uh companies that they have under their fold and then of course you got just everything else in between and with game pass i know i'm saying game pass a lot but uh, you just got those games something that last gen was was lacking in my opinion was uh, those 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 double A those smaller mm-hmm. titles that wasn't an indie title but it wasn't a triple A that was something that was so huge back in the 360 PlayStation 3 era that that seems to be coming back and with Game Pass I know that that's that's kind of like their goal to just kind of just give you a a mixed pot of everything that you want and 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 even if it's so much that you can't handle it one time hey old name old games are new games you know if you've never played them then you can always go back and you can play them and you and you can keep that subscription so that that to me is their growth is 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 going to be enormous and i because i definitely think that they're going to they're going to add somebody it may not be sega it may not be konami but it's going to be somebody that they're going to partner with heavily and then 
if they can bring in something like uh, the uh, Lost Odyssey or Blue Dragon back, uh, maybe even Record, that would be a definite win. I, I just, you know, the those are the things that I think that Xbox is missing. On top of the fact that I, I think the Xbox One um, games need to get a little love as well. I think that you know, Rise, uh, Quantum Break, Killer Instinct. Recore those type of games. Even I mean, I, I'm they, I'm I'm pretty sure they can't do anything with Sunset Overdrive anymore. But mm-hmm. some of those games need to get some kind of love and have a sequel. That I think that's uh for everybody who stuck with the Xbox One, that would be the ultimate thank you, gamers, for sticking with us. Now here is a reward, in my opinion. Now you're getting greedy, Kimega. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry. You want you you want retribution for the down years. No, 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 but no, no, I, no, I, I agree. I just, want to be a killer, I just want to be a killer instinct, man. I, oh I, I well, killer, killer instinct would be a, a thank you. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can. We can. I no. I agree with what you're saying. I think killer instinct is the one that can be done. Get it going. Uh, a quantum break not happening. Uh, Sunset Overdrive not happening. Rise, I don't think it's ever happening. That They wanted to buy it, and Rise was supposedly a dick about it. And they were like, we'll buy it. And then Rise was like, uh, Crytek had a falling out with Xbox. But that was more because they were just beat up by the public, you know, because they just were, at that time, supporting Microsoft. And at that time, it was fun to hate on. It was, you know, basically, like, the way it was supposed to go to beat up, you know, the big bad Microsoft at that mm-hmm. time with DRM. Uh, everyone hated them. You had so much negativity going towards it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it was a little bit of that. But um, Killer Instinct is definitely – listen, I don't know why they just can't make it multi. Would you care if it was multi-plat? Killer Instinct first uh, Mortal Kombat. If oh, it no. Has oh, absolutely I not. wouldn't care no, either. No, I would, no, I would no, be no. into it. Mm-hmm. I would love that. If I you could merge those worlds and like offset the powers, and you know, it, that's epic, in my opinion. You could have a freaking roster of forty-eight to start. I mean, right? Well, yeah. You know, like you know, Goral <laughs> versus be- Glacier. I mean, think of all the fights that you could have. Oh, uh, like, like there's so many that you could go through. Um, you know, uh, I hope that happens. It, 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 keep it, it, on, it, it, keep on, Phil. On that, send them I, I, a couple I, of DMs. Hey man, I, I will. I definitely will. I, uh, I but yeah, I, I, I said that to Phil uh, when the, the, the X, the XO event or whatever the, before the uh, launch of the. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, Phil, you know, I'm going to ask you. He said, I knew it. <laughs> so I was just like, man, hey man, I need that killer instinct, man. But then he explained the reason why. And so it all comes down to you know Iron Galaxy and 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 then you know where they're at and things like that. So um, well, who could take over? Because it's not going to be them. If they had to do a Ki two, well, it could be them. You're right. It has to be them. It has like to be them because there's not too many. Which I, that I didn't know that that the way it's that not they, too many. Yeah, yeah, it's not too many developers that can make a game like that. That's why you don't see too many games that run like Killer Instinct and and that right there, man. I. They, I, I know I seen something that posted up that they said that they would love to work on it, but I mean it, mm-hmm. it comes down to Adam Boyes if he's with it and things like that. But no, I mean I'm not trying to be too greedy. I just, I, I'm just saying for myself because I, I did love those games so much on the Xbox One, and I would just, and, and I think that because they got destroyed so much because of the stupid resolution gate and mm-hmm. and then just all the, the the hate that was going on the Xbox One, a lot of people didn't take into those games like they should have 
because now you're starting to see people that's just now starting to play them and say, hey, man, those games weren't too bad. Man, I like Rise. But, yeah, I totally agree. If, if we could just get one of those games to come back, I'll be definitely happy. Now, guys, I'm going to switch gears over because obviously there's a, a few things that Xbox could address, and you guys had touched on them pretty well. Um, but, you know, even, you know, Xbox encapsulates not just console, but PC as well. And, you know, there's been some rumblings here, and it seems like Valve have something in the pipeline that they're secretive about. Mm -hmm. And recently, Valve CEO Gabe Newell was asked while appearing as a guest speaker at uh, some New Zealand school if Steam will be putting any games on console or if they will remain exclusive to PC for the immediate future. Now, Gabe, Gabe Newell teased that you will get a better idea of that by the end of the year and that it will not be the answer you expect. So, I mean, to me, that's that's quite the tease from <laughs> Gaben, if you will. Um, a few things come to mind, such as some kind of Steam and console integration. Uh, Shockley, buddy, uh, this is an interesting puzzle that, you know, Gabe's just kind of laid out here. What do you think he could be hinting at? Um, yeah, I mean, that, that I'm not sure. I mean, people would have kind of always hinted or wanted, like, that'd be really cool if, like, you know, Xbox could have your Steam whole Steam library just make it a PC, basically. Um, but yeah, it's hard to say because you definitely, you're definitely not going to make it so it's just like, hey, they have your Steam store on there. Like, that's not going to happen. They're going to need their cut. Um, maybe it's like kind of, yeah, it's hard to say. I'm just thinking like an EA Play app, but where it has your library. But but that, yeah, I don't even know how that would work because like you already have like people already have libraries. So if like they did that Steam integration, well, you're not spending new money. It's kind of like how Apple didn't you know want Microsoft on there because they're not selling them anything. They already sold them. You know, they're already paying Microsoft outside of like the app. Uh, yeah, it's hard to say. Now, if he's thinking about, like, getting some of their games, like Half-Life Alex, like, it's such a niche, you know, amount of people that are able to play this game that a lot of us here is, like, amazing. Um, so that'd be cool, you know, if if uh, Xbox ever, you know, lets you use a VR or the new PSVR 2 so you could play it on that level in case you don't have, like, a, a PC that can handle it. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to say because... <laughs> It's not like they're big into making a lot of games anymore. Um, that was like Half-Life Alex was like the first one in forever that I could think of. Um, yeah, so it seems really cryptic of like, yeah, it's, like you said, he's, it's not going to be what you think. And mm -hmm. that's where I'm at a loss for it. So I don't know if anybody else has any uh, better insight that actually kind of you know, saw the interview. But Well, uh, there was a couple of months ago, I guess. Well, at the beginning of the generation, he was on that that. Um, news show, I think it was like CNN or something like that, MSNBC, and they were interviewing him and they asked him, which console would you get? And he, mm. like, without even pausing, just went straight Xbox! Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they asked him why. Like, yeah. so, I don't remember what his answer was. They asked him why, and I don't think he gave an answer. If he did, it was like, I don't remember what it was. No, um, I, I remember what it was. Uh, not to interrupt, but uh, uh, they they asked him, they asked him, and he said, because it's Xbox. That's what his answer is. 
And they were like all like weirded out because they, you know, probably I think it was UK, uh, where they are, it's like totally pro Sony. And they were like, what do you mean? Xbox. You know, and it was like, because it's Xbox. Hey, Tim, um, uh, not to interrupt on you either. um, (laughs) Let's take this full circle back to the conversation we had a little little earlier about how there's shortages of computer products on the market right now the 3090s are like unicorns also the all the electronics are messed up now now valve or steam or is in the same situation of their consumer base right now is kind of like at a standstill because there's no way to really kind of grow the pc market right now because the pc mm-hmm. market's kind of f-u-c-k so I kind of can see why all ah, of Steam yeah. Valve wants to kind of maybe diversify the ability to reach out to a new customer base because at this point right now with everything the way it is, I can see probably they're looking at a little bit of a plateau, at least on their financial side. Well, well, let me ask the panel, what would you guys want to see it be? Like, let's say it's exclusive to Xbox. What do you think it could be? Do you think it could be something simple like uh, Game Pass on Steam or more like Steam... Uh, uh, whatever they make a game for them, who knows? Like, what what would be the best scenario? What do you where do you think it all it, it all is going? And I do think that there is a possibility here, uh, but I don't know uh, if it's anything. It'll be Xbox, not PlayStation, in my opinion. Steam app on Xbox, right? Yeah, Steam app or with, with limited um, games, obviously, but well, yeah, all that stuff on there. But yeah, but also I think okay. So there's I've I've been messing with this thing called Rainway. And um, it, it, it was a couple of years ago. Well, it was about maybe three, four years ago uh, when it first came out. And I remember I was posting on Twitter that I was playing my Steam games on Xbox. People were like, oh, how are you doing that? Whatever. And I was like, this is app. And I said, it's going to the Xbox store. All of a sudden, it went away. And then, of course, I got I got hounded by it, you know. And uh, they were, oh, you know. And then now Rainway is coming back. And they're partnered with Xbox. So to me... Xbox is really I think that Phil and them are really trying to get into that into that market to bring those games over because there's a lot of uh PC games that's coming over to Xbox. Um well and just and also in just in on consoles in general. Uh I just think that the marriage, I think what uh what was just said was per what makes perfect sense because of how the pandemic is kind of hurting mm-hmm. everything right now, that this is the perfect time for them to maybe introduce something like that maybe put it in the beta have some people look at it and then also that chrome uh the new the the micro the windows chrome or whatever that there's uh rumblings going on that people can play uh you know they were playing death stranding uh off of steam on their xboxes so if you can still if you can just buy into steam but then yet have an app to where you can go and play these games on your Xbox. That is the perfect marriage. And I think that Steam would definitely be all for that because that kind of combats against what Epic has been doing uh, by doing the free game thing. And then they got this 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 partnership with Sony. And I think that, you know, because of because of Steam was trying to get into the console market themselves by having their their version of a console that didn't pan out that this is the next best thing and maybe they can expand a little bit later but starting off with Xbox would be a really good really good mm-hmm. look for them and there wouldn't be no Xbox gamers that would be against it because of the fact that you know Xbox and PC is now kind of synonymous I mean we went through that crazy phase back in 2014 2015 yeah. 
And now that stuff is over with now. So it would be the perfect time for that to happen. Yeah. Now, it's funny you mentioned that, K-Mega, too, because uh, that whole Epic and uh, Apple thing, the lawsuit, because in the recently uh, leaked court documents, uh, like there was a lot of stuff that popped up. And one was that Xbox head Phil Spencer had several meetings with Gabe Newell, apparently. So, mm. you know. Yeah, like, I, it's, uh, listen, I they would want to have a steam machine and this is the next best thing for that in my opinion it's just if you get an app you still buy into their games kind of like what you do with ea and then of course the rumors about ubisoft then then that also goes into xbox having this ecosystem that you just cannot leave you you got access to your pc games you got access to ubisoft games ea games it's it's almost a no-brainer. Like I mean, that's the part right there where Xbox it, it um, can win the generation, not by having not by selling the most consoles, but having the most subscriptions, mm-hmm. the most users behind. It, in my opinion, so yeah, that would be a win. Yeah, and that would also help a lot of people also sign up to Steam because there's a lot of games that's on PC that uh, will probably never see the light of day on a console, and and there's also more and more uh, gamers that I know that's that's starting to learn how to play on mouse and keyboard and since xbox is now mouse and keyboard compatible they can start playing those type of games over there too so i mean the the merit it makes so much sense and i remember the last time well not the last time i went to e3 but the first time i went to three e3 uh phil had a um a conference or something and i didn't go to it um but the, the people came back to me and was telling me what he said and he was saying and uh what he said and then i listened to that interview later on uh, when it was it was televised, that he wanted to that he wanted to make it right. He wanted to um, get things to get things get a get get a proper marriage to uh, the PC gamer. I mean, not marriage, but he wanted to get the the PC gamers involved uh, in into the Xbox ecosystem, same way as the Xbox gamers to get involved without this separation of you know like you know everything is so divisive where you just got to look at oh i'm pc master race oh you're a console peasant type of stuff the more and more phil is trying to get everything put into one uh ecosystem it it just makes sense that's they're trying to dominate the gaming world but being nice about it (laughs) you know what i'm saying that's what microsoft is trying to do in my mind And, and and it's just hey if they get this this would be the perfect scenario and I think Fred would definitely agree because he's been playing on his PC more on his consoles right now, but mm-hmm. I think that might change a little bit. So I don't know. Yo, I mean, I just listen, crazy times, man. Yeah. It's just crazy times. Yeah. Well, I, again, it makes kind of sense too, because again, years, a few years back, uh, valve wanted to get into people's living rooms with the steam machines. Right. And it just, it didn't take off at all because it was just kind of, uh, confusing. You had the different hardware, plus the controllers weren't exactly too appealing. I mean, this would be another way to just grow their audience a lot of ways. And it, okay. And it helps. Well, let me interrupt for, cause I've been, I'm sorry, but interrupting an old show. I'm a moron, but, um, what if with what if it's game pass on on uh, steam and it's one that way it's not the way that we just talked about mhm it could very that, well be i mean I, that's a good look for xbox i'm not, i don't i never was one of those people that cared what you know about where a game goes on on a pc i mean i'm i'm no i'm a console gamer 
uh, primarily. Mm -hmm. So therefore, it it never bothered me, and so therefore, that's a that's a good look, and that's healthy for uh, the future of these games to come out because we start seeing just like with Sea of Thieves, it blew up once it came to PC. So yeah, you start bringing more games in there, and you've got access to Game Pass over there. It it's a win for them. They're, I guess the only thing about games. that would be like, yeah. what would like. If you have a PC, you can just get Game Pass on PC. Right. You can just buy that now. You don't have to wait for it to come to Steam. And that's and I know there's some fickle PC gamers out there that don't want to deal with the, the launcher for uh, Xbox, but I mean, yeah. they can do that now. They don't that, is, that, 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 that is a good point. That is a good I just, point. I don't, and plus, we, we pay for Game Pass. So yeah. The PC guys don't want to pay for shit. So... I don't know what it could be. Possibly, listen, I just, I don't think that, that Steam would be uh, an app on Xbox. But, you know, it never, you know, you never can say never. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I just wonder what it is. I do think there's something rumbling there. I think, uh, like I said, guys, there's a lot of stuff. It's really exciting. There's a lot of stuff they can surprise us with. I think they know they have us, and that's why they're radio silent right now. We're probably not guessing it, too. But um, yeah, the, I'm I'm uh, thinking it's going to be a nice E3, and I think that they're going to uh, also kind of maybe talk about. They won't talk about it, but they could be uh, XO twenty one, mm-hmm. and that might be in person, mm-hmm. um, which could also be an event. And they're also going to have a game show that they're going to put uh, announcements to. So uh, you know, I think E three is going to be. A lot about Starfield, to be honest, and 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 Halo is going to be there too, but I do think that Starfield is going to dominate the talk. I I think uh, it's going to, you know, I just got a feeling about it. It's Todd Howard; he really deserves it. You know what I mean? Like Fallout seventy six was tough on him, um, and I think that this is just a different case. This is what he does, and. I don't know, man. You just go a lot of, a lot of, a lot of places in space. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's a perfect type RPG type game for it. So I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, every we we don't have, we have no idea what to expect. I, I've said this, um, you know, like look, who would have ever expected the the of the show MLB the show to be on uh, Xbox? Like that, I think. The boundaries of, of a lot of the things that we used to know and and think that would never happen, I think we're about to just the 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 gates is about to just be blown blown open, and we're just about to see a whole bunch of change in the industry. In my opinion, Starfield's a card game. Just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Starfield's a dating <laughs> simulator. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> well, we brought a lot of good points up though on today's show. A lot of really good panel info and just people who know games and the industry. Mm-hmm. It's just very interesting to see where this is all going, and it's crazy to even be talking about Gabe, Will- Gabe, and Microsoft. At one time, they were the fiercest of enemies. <laughs> yeah, you know. No, and that's true, Tim. I mean, who would have thought that we would have had this? But again, like we're seeing some documentation coming out about uh, Phil and Gabe uh, talking, you know, several months back. And again, we're hearing these rumblings of, uh, I mean, even Gabe saying something, you know, something's on the horizon. It may not be for Xbox, but I mean, considering that they're basically in talks with everybody to do something in some capacity, I, I would not put it Phil uh, past Phil to be in talks with Valve about something. So 
we'll see mm-hmm. what happens with that horizon guys um again we you know we're just talking about some fun stuff here but tim i want to touch on something that uh, actually you had touched on uh uh, a few topics back and we've got some reports of studio the coalition possibly working on a new ip because recently they shot down rumors swirling about them working on a star wars game however now there's talk of a new ip in the works and according to jeff grubb on uh, colt eastwood's new podcast the coalition is working on a smaller more experimental game uh being used to trial unreal engine 5 now, Tim, do, uh, what do you think about this talk with the Coalition and a new IP? Would uh, the Gears of War folk-focused studio Coalition be interested in doing a new IP? Uh, I think the answer is yes, um, just based on the fact that they're hiring. They put that out already. They're already about 350 big. Uh, they're a huge studio. So um, when I heard they're hiring, I'm thinking, okay, this is going to split two teams up. So I do think that that's what's going to happen. Um, but what you're going to have is you're going to have uh, probably uh, the new IP comes out and it's going to be more of an experimental thing to learn the engine, to learn what works, what really shines, and then really applying it to be the best uh, representation of Unreal Engine 5 that they strive to do it for uh, in video games. I think that they're going to do that with Gears gear six um i think it could be a smaller game um experimental game uh you know uh that could be you know could be you know not that many uh you know uh like i said they're hiring so that's a big deal um but i'm excited for it it's just another now it's coalition's two teams and that's i think something that they looked too early was to make multiple games multiple teams um so uh that's where you go you know basically uh yeah they're they're going to be probably making a new ip and probably i don't think it's going to be gears something totally new and it could be you know it could be really cool it could be colorful it could be you know what i mean it could be something that mm. like like what you wouldn't expect from them you know and then i think that they're really going to put all their will to make gear 6 at least you know, back on, you know, back to where, you know, it should be. And, and that could be a mega hit. Well, remember, Tim, uh, the Coalition didn't originally start out as the Coalition. They were uh, Black Tusk. Uh, mm-hmm. They were creating a new IP and they shelved that. I think uh, the rumor was it was some kind of a spy game called Shang Heist, if I'm not mistaken. So they have the roots of, you know, being an original studio to create new IP somewhere, you know, originally. Uh, do you think that they'd bring back something like that? <laughs> yeah, that's a great freaking point. I don't, I don't know if it'll be that, but it could be. They uh, have the assets. They have it, right? Don't they have the assets? Or Yeah, it could be. Yeah. And that's a perfect type game to mess with, too. doesn't have to be too long. could be like, you know, eight missions. Um, and, you know, you, you do like splinter, splinter cell type graphics, uh, gadgets. That's a perfect thing uh or it could be something maybe uh uh you know maybe just graphically like like pushing some type of technique i don't know um like i said they they want to get used to using the engine and when they get used to using the engine that's when you know this you could see great things and uh, and having the engine matured by then you know or if they're just going along with it 
uh, it could very well be the defining piece of Unreal Engine 5. Like, uh, it's definitely possible. They were very impressive what they did with the DLC. Yeah. I'm not worried about Coalition at all. Uh, I know they're going to produce. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, Tim. Actually, that Hivebusters DLC is pretty dope. I actually got to finish that. I was in the middle of it, but there's so much to game these days. Uh, Centurion, I would like to know your perspective on this. Uh, do you think uh, these rumors of the Coalition working on a, a new IP, do you think that uh, you know there's, uh, there's some bite to this? Maybe, um, you know, we all know Rod Ferguson did leave. Um, maybe they're just wanting to kind of, I don't want to say they're not going to work on gears, but maybe they want to kind of like broaden their perspective and work on a different game. Maybe they have a passion project. Uh, you know, I just, I don't know how to feel about a developer that works on one game solely. Um, I understand they do it with three, four, three and other studios, but, um, I always say if a developer can somehow kind of like expand their horizons and work on other projects at the same time without the other ones suffering, hey, go for it. Um, we all saw what they did with Gears 5. I feel like the franchise is at a, in a good place and maybe they have a good team and now they're wanting to kind of break off with a smaller team and work on something else. I'm looking forward to whatever it is they do, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a you know, I, that's. Uh, I don't see that's I don't really know how to feel. Um, there's been a lot of people that would get up in arms over the coalition working on it uh, versus. Um, oh, my gosh. Was it, it was Epic Games that originally created um, Gears, Gears of War. Of War yeah. cor yes, correct. Um, uh, that's where I've never been up in arms on exactly, you know, wanting to make sure this developer that works on one game. I feel that as long as you can be respectful to the games that have been and the lore that's there, um, I, good case in point is look at the movie industry. We see multiple directors uh, from multiple uh, studios um, sometimes tackling these uh, same franchises uh, just from different perspectives. And sometimes it's actually really nice to see a different perspective uh, on a game. Mm -hmm. yeah very good yeah like uh pred uh do you think that uh that microsoft would allow them to work on a new ip or like do you think that uh the coalition needs to maybe take a little bit of a break from gears of war i mean i don't see why they couldn't do both i was just looking why i think tim was talking i was looking at the see their website and mm -hmm. they basically had a job i mean like a job hiring spree in april for like I want to say maybe eight different jobs. So nice. Um, and it didn't seem like it was just gear centric. It seemed like you know, um, you know, they need a lot of experience working with Unreal Engine and stuff like that. Which, um, <clears throat> but the the manager for the positions was supposed to be in charge of like twenty to thirty people. So I could see them working on something smaller. You know, and sometimes yeah. like you see these passion projects. It's it's not because you know. It's not always because they want to, um, they're asking to branch out and do something else, right? Um, sometimes they just need to get used to new systems and new tools. Mm -hmm. And instead of wasting that time and energy on Gears 6, let's practice with this little BS game. You know, it's like right. a very good game. point. So we can kind of play with the tools a little bit, see what we can and what we are and aren't capable of. 
fix the bugs and fix the issues we're going to have with it. And then we can transfer what we've learned over to mm-hmm. our main title. And if this, this, this smaller title kicks off, so be it. Like it's, you know, we can work, we can work with that, but um, and we can continue to build it and make it better. But like, that's why you see these games that are like, you know, um, games of service games coming out a lot. It's to give these younger developers the tools to work with something they can consistently build on versus using these young guys to work on an existing project that's already making money for them. And every it's like a music producer. They pick up all these people sometimes and you never hear from them because they're waiting on that hit, that one hit wonder guy that comes out and makes them more money than what they invested in. And that's what these small passion projects are. Imagine if some of these games that hit like, um, like Bleeding Edge hit or um, grounded hit, you know, and they're consistently keeping people in the game because people were interested in it and they wanted to build. You'd be surprised, you know, how some of these little smaller games that we thought were going to like Fall Guys, like that was a hit for a while. PUBG, like it was like a, it came out as a small game, small team, and it became a, 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 a Megatron, you know, so like you never know what's going to hit. And if you have a team of people that can start off with something small and turn it into something big, that's what you want. So I don't see why they wouldn't invest a little bit of money um, to a smaller team to branch off and work on something to get used to the assets and the tools. And who knows, maybe whatever they're working on turns into, a, you know, a gold mine. You never know how it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, again, even with 343 Industries, for example, I've heard a lot of talk, oh, you, you know, let 343 work on something else, branch out from Halo. But again, Halo is a billion dollar franchise, for example. It's yeah. it's huge. And that's what uh, that's what people go there to work on. Again, Tim said there's like 700 people at 343 Industries. <laughs> yeah, well. I mean... Again, they all don't work on a single game, but again, it, there's like mul- multiple facets to the, the IP, and there's licensing, there's books, and so on, there's merchandising, and mm-hmm. there's lots of facets to these IPs, and people go to these studios because they want to work on these. That is their passion project, uh, Halo and or the Coalition with uh, Gears of War, that's what they do. So again, even if this is a little title, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind personally, but I think people also have to understand that these studios, they're made for the purpose of pushing forward the next big game in these franchises. So, yeah, I guess it's so it would, true. It would be nice for them to, like, you know, branch off. I, I get with, like, Halo, because they have a whole, like, vision with how Halo is going to go for the next, like, decade with how they're going to try to build mm-hmm. upon it, make this, you know, their whole uh, vision initially was, like, okay you can see that part of the ring you can just go to it like the whole ring so i think over the next 10 years maybe they'll accomplish that with gears you'll probably only have one more left to like end whatever that story is so it'd be nice if they just mix up like hey whatever you were planning i mean they probably already working on a new ip but um it'd be nice to have that like in the mix and then maybe gears come out like mid you know gen kind of like how you saw like last of us like they didn't do that Last of Us 2 immediately, they mixed it up, went back to Uncharted, and then hit with the Last of Us 2 at the end. So that'd be a nice mix to give it a break, cause, and, that, and then that might make Gears even punch, you know, hit harder when it releases, because it'd be a nice break in between it. People get some time, kind of like with Forza and like how they're trying to space these out, to, you know, not be so repetition, you know, uh, repeating every, every couple of years, so... 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good point, Shock. Well, I mean, either way, the Coalition, they are a very talented studio, um, and I look forward to what's coming down the line. You know, they'll be given some more time. Obviously, there's not as much... Uh, there's not as much like Xbox Game Studios isn't depending as much on like just a, a certain few studios now. There's <laughs> there's so many teams within studios now that uh, they don't have to. Uh, they can take their time on the games like three or four years as opposed to maybe churning out two you know uh, a game every two years. So again, I look forward to what they have in store and uh, yeah, hopefully we get to see something new from them. Um, all right, fellas, now leading into our final topic of the evening, and recently it was announced that Xbox Game Studios and Tencent's uh, Timmy or Timey Studios have formed a strategic partnership to create game content. Now, the studio behind this is behind mobile games such as Call of Duty Mobile and the upcoming Pokemon Unite. So, pretty, pretty big titles here. I mean, some of the biggest mobile games ever, actually, such as Call of Duty Mobile. Um, guys, this partnership gets me really curious since Xbox is already heavily invested in, like, xCloud for mobile streaming and so on. Centurion, could we see more mobile curated game content for some big Xbox franchises possibly coming out of this? Um, How about the question is, why should we not? I mean, mobile gaming is definitely a hot market in itself. Uh, as we heard, Tencent is definitely kind of got that market uh, very well cornered. They're very successful on the mobile gaming market. Um, so successful that they've actually um, kind of built so much consumer data that now they're if you read other articles from other news sources, ten cents also getting ready to be fined uh, by the the government over there in China for antitrust violations. Um, they're also uh, being scrutinized by our own government over here in the United States for um, essentially owning like a 40% share in Epic Games, who uh, has a large amount of consumer data housed there that they say that they don't share with Tencent. Um, uh, same with uh, Riot Games. Um, so they're kind of in a little bit of a, a thing where they have to have these uh, cooperations, in my opinion, to kind of show that, they, that they're not what they're trying to be made out to be. Um, I sometimes a little bit trepidatious when it comes to Tencent because of what they do. The, for them, mobile gaming, everything is monetized. Uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much Tencent is to make money um, in any way. They're in music, uh, television, gaming, and I'm really hoping that Microsoft is obviously. Um, God, I'm just going to be truthful. I just really hope they know what they're doing when they're dealing with a company like Tencent. Uh, and obviously Tencent can help them kind of grow leaps and bounds in the mobile market, especially with certain franchises. I mean, would anybody here be resistant to a form of Halo on a, on a mobile level? Hmm, that's a tough question. Um, I just think because when you look at it, uh, I think they're very particular about that title, Halo. I but, don't want. I'm just using. It was just an off the cuff title. No, but, but it's, like, it's actually it's or, actually uh, a good point I wanted to bring up. Has but, there but, been like an offshoot of Forza? Yes, yeah, I can see Forza. I can see Forza. I can see 
uh, smaller other games, but I don't, I don't see, I, I like, let's say like a Halo Wars, if they decided they wanted to do another Halo Wars or a Gears Tactics, something like that. Um, but I don't know about Halo or Gears per se, or like, right. you know, you they see did Gears with like Gears that. pop. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think that left the, you know, Bad yeah, yeah, which is uh, to be honest, I'd, I'd rather them just stay at a local level, just on the console. Um, listen, I know for a fact that Xbox knows well about Tencent, and I remember talking to somebody and them telling me Tencent's one of the bigger leaders. I'm like, who's this company? This is like 2017, and they're someone to watch, so they know. Um, so you know, that's why probably Xbox is being so aggressive too, because if they think if they can secure the content market, you know, and, you know, get these games made and, and you know, have this model up and everything that, you know, uh, you know, they'll hold their power. You know what I mean? I think uh, Tencent, though, is very aggressive. Um, with mobile gaming, I don't know. I think that uh, also I think xCloud and other things like that are more and more becoming normal or used. So I don't know about the mobile market. The mobile market to me is... It's just it's dead gambling, you know. It's shitty games with until they can make the games where they're really amazing. Uh, that's the one I'd start to care about. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd rather st- I'd rather stick to Xbox and play an X Cloud on <laughs> on it with a controller. To be honest, I mean, is there any game that's a must-have mobile game? People uh, use slots, like people do that. <laughs> Like, well, I, I do that. Like I, I spend Bejeweled. money on. I need to play slot. some Bejeweled. Bejeweled. Well, see, that's, that's why I think that um, Xbox going after a Japanese studio makes makes a lot of sense because those would be the type of games that would that could transfer over um, uh, to to mobile easily. Like I mean, let's not forget Sony has one of their most profitable games that's a mobile game. So it that to me is is where I think that where Xbox probably wants to wants to go because if they get a student they get a, a get a let's say sega and just think about all those games that could come that could be yeah you know sega that they can negotiate. yeah, that, yeah, sega yeah. Is, that would be a sega that would be i agree with sega would be the perfect studio that would fill that whole xbox east west you know you know just just thinking you know out of the box right type and the relationship, yeah and the relationship uh, between Xbox and in in the East would be uh, yeah would, would, would open up a little bit more because hundred percent yeah yeah so that's that's, that's what, what I've that's always said at. too yeah. I said you have to get people working from that country mm-hmm. on right. that you you don't you don't need to have an Americans running it you have that's a a completely you know uh, Xbox West you know situation you know what I right. mean like it's people from there their families and you know everyone around there. And then developers who come out to, to do it, I guess, for them and live there. But you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I think it has to be run, you know, by if it's Japan, Japan, and have it run that way. You know what I mean? And have it be its own entity. And I think it would run well. I think Sega is a perfect example for what you just laid out, K-Mega. Now, I, whether it's going to go that way, we don't know. Right. My take in mobile gaming is, is that it has a little bit of a ceiling because you can't really get really good games with touch. And I don't know. You just feel like it's just, it's never, it's always going to be a freaking um, spend mm-hmm. your money. You know, you, they don't give you a game to not spend your money. You, they give you like two, 20 seconds of gameplay 
two minutes of gameplay, and then hey, it's you want to buy this, or then then they make it a absolutely unreachable grind to to get it to where you can earn stuff. So we all know about that. So uh, I don't know if that that model is going to stay. Mm-hmm. I think it'll always be there, but I just could see it plateauing. Um, but I do think Tencent. And Microsoft, if Microsoft is going to get involved with it, Sega would be the perfect developer to handle some something like that, or Konami, which is already doing it. Uh, I don't know whether they go that way or wherever, but you, they're going some way. They're going to be investing. They're going to be building. I, I don't foresee. I was trying to interrupt, but I don't foresee Microsoft getting in with Tencent in the idea of like, hey, we want to create some monetized POS of a game. We want to create a game uh, on a mobile level that basically advertises almost the value of the Xbox ecosystem to basically to kind of put that worm in someone's brain of I want to go check the full ecosystem out. Mm, I, I don't know if I would trust Tencent to, to, to go in. No, I don't trust them. That's one thing. Nobody trusts them. Mike, no, what I don't say, I'm not saying my we're going to let Tencent do that for him. But I say Microsoft has, we look at what Microsoft has done. Everybody was like, oh, look, Microsoft's behind PlayStation. Well, Microsoft flipped the script and we're like, well, we don't need to catch up. We're just going to come out with Game Pass and change the industry overnight. I really like how Microsoft, anything they tackle, they really kind of try it from a different perspective. And that's where even though they are partnering with Tencent, I think they're just using Tencent for the fact that Tencent has a lot of pedigree in the mobile industry. They really know what they're doing. Uh, but I do do think that we're going to probably see some of that Microsoft flair kind of shine through on a little bit of a different product because this is a partnership with Microsoft. This just isn't Tencent running amok. Well, I, this is why I think that I think it's the best of both worlds. It's, it's Tim, Timmy was kind of hitting on what I was thinking with the whole, you know, with, with you having you you having a, you're selling to a market in the east, and then of course like XCloud is selling more selling its market more to the west, and then there'll be between there'll be tweeners where there'll be people that that will kind of dib and dab into both. I just think that um, Microsoft really is serious about trying to get into that eastern market, and and the best way to do that is to invest into the people who know the eastern market the best. So, 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 you know, Tencent is one of the biggest, one of the best, these type of games, uh, that, uh, you know, I, I like, let's just say like, for instance, a halo halo is, I, I don't think it's, it's a huge game, but I don't see halo being on that type of game. Cause I don't think that that would be a game that would, that would go over well on a, uh, on, on a cell phone like that. I don't, I, they, it could, because I mean, call of duty is on mobile, but I, I just think if you got Tencent and they know how to how to how to make those games, how to put those games to make them work, I think that there will be more of something if Xbox invests into a, a, a an Asian studio, and then also for some of the smaller games that uh, you know indie or double A games that that Xbox might have that they might want to put on um, on a cell phone that could work for them as well. I, I just I, I just think that. They they need the help because what they've been doing and trying to get in, try to break into that market has not helped has not worked since the Xbox has been around. So I, I you know, if for order to be truly fully global and compete with the Nintendos and the and the Playstations and even the mobile market, it's I think that you have to you have to include them in in some case in point. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you bring up a good point, too. I mean, presumably, again, these experiences would be, like, again, native uh, mobile mm-hmm. games. Um, again, geared, I would assume, more geared towards those kinds of markets. So, I, again, we, we'll see what happens in, the, like, the next couple of, like, either months or a year or so and see if anything gets announced from this. Again, I'm, I'm just very curious that they would go this route, but... There, I mean, they're being they're being aggressive, and again, we've uh, wanted Xbox to be more aggressive in these markets over the past mm-hmm. year or so. This panel has talked about the different relationships that Xbox has formed with, for example, Samsung, uh, whether it be in Korea and just those markets, just to uh, bring Game Pass into. Uh, whether it be like the the TVs or just like again the, just the or the mobile devices, just again just expanding, just to uh, have more reach. So again, it's just very impressive, and I'm very curious to see what will become of this relationship, this partnership down the road. So hopefully, we get to see more like game studios, like maybe some uh, acquisitions, whether it be uh, Japanese, Korean. I'll be very mm-hmm. curious. Like, you know, I want them well... to be very serious. <laughs> You know, one of the things too, you know, we're going all around, but you know, I, I would, I had mentioned this three shows ago, and it was purely speculation, purely basically throwing, uh, you know, uh, whatever at the wall, paper at the wall, whatever the stain is, just to throw an idea out there. But I would love for Kojima to say run all the studios and have a bunch of studios he creates, and you know, he handles the whole. That whole thing, like like him being an Xbox West, you know, uh, pioneer, or he he would be the mm-hmm. Matt Booty. Um, I would love to see that happen, but I I know that's not going to happen. You know, a lot of the things lost through all this hype too that we've been is I do still believe Kojima too is definitely involved with Xbox, uh, and we might get that at E3, might not, maybe get that at XO, but that's coming too, and. That's going to be the interesting. That could be the mind blowing exclusive too. I didn't think about that. Back that then. would be uh, huge. You know. Like yeah, but you know that's coming too. Like I, I really feel confident that that's there's 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 fire there. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, no, absolutely. I mean, even if people think that they're that maybe Kojima's overrated, but the fact it is Kojima is still Kojima. You know, yeah. it's, it's like with how maybe, you know, it's, even if you like The Last of Us 2 or not, you know, Naughty Dog is Naughty Dog. And that is 343 is 343. So it's it's yeah, that that is that would be massive. That would be massive if, they, if Xbox can land something with Kojima. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. No, absolutely, guys. And we'll see again what happens down the road with uh, this partnership. But I think on that note, uh, we'll end off tonight's show. Uh, Again, really, really fun show tonight. Some really interesting perspectives and discussions around like various topics such as Starfield, the Coalition, (laughs) and just, yeah, all these these partnerships forming around Xbox and so much more. Um, We kind of encapsulated a whole bunch of different topics, but it was great. Great chat as well. And as with all our, our other shows, lots of really good banter going on in the chat. And guys, always appreciate you guys just showing up, hanging out with us here. Uh, guys, like, again, Albert, thank you for joining us. Pixel Slappa, Valorian, ATL, so many others in the chat. Others, Zinc, you're always here. We really appreciate you guys. And 
you know, hey, if you guys could uh, leave a like, share this out, and uh, hey, sub if you haven't already, uh, just to keep updated on all the upcoming shows and interviews that we got. Um, yeah, you know, we really appreciate having you here. You guys are great. Uh, now let's get on to some of the panel outros here, and I'll start with our fantastic guest tonight, uh, Predator. Really, really good show tonight. Uh, great insight all around. Uh, thanks for coming on, bud. Where can everybody find you? Uh, Predator underscore H2S on Xbox, on uh, Steam, and on PlayStation 5. Uh, also, next podcast on Thursdays with this other knucklehead here, K-Mega. Um, <laughs> so uh, make sure you guys check us out. And make sure you, I mean, he's on Plug His channel, too, so I'll let him do that. But uh, definitely check us out when you guys get a chance on Thursdays. And, uh, you know, hey, man, I'm happy to have uh, you had me on today. It was great talking to all you guys about the topics and stuff tonight. So thank you. Yeah, man. Hey, it was again. It was great hanging with you. Such a cool fella. Uh, next up, K Mega, buddy. It was a pleasure getting you on. Your commentary on uh, on everything. Just the past week's news. Uh, you know, some really good stuff here. Where can uh, all of our listeners find you at? Oh man, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, uh, you can catch me on uh, Twitter a lot. I like to. Uh post some things for some people they just get uh they get a little upset but that that you know i'm you know i'll say how I just speak my mind but uh, it's uh uh at kmega4 on twitter of uh, the channel um on youtube is kmega405 i also stream matter of fact after this i'm going to be streaming what i call fight night sundays which we play a whole bunch of different fighters uh all night long so uh yeah um and that's going to be a twitch at kmega405 and then of course fr friday nights uh, the GRG podcast, uh, 8 o'clock p.m. Uh, Central, uh, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, um, and and I believe it's 2 a.m. GMT time. I'm working on that on that overseas time a little bit. But, uh, yeah, and then, of course, the next podcast with my boy, Xbox 448, and then, of course, yeah, Fred. Uh, really appreciate the guys over there. And, man, thank you for having me on, man. It's uh, It's been an honor for real talking to everybody and, and listening to their expertise, man. Real, 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 real high class, man. I really, really do appreciate it. All right. Thanks, buddy. Really appreciate uh, that. And uh, now let's move over to the TXR regulars. Uh, Tim Dog, hey, always an interesting perspective on all things Xbox and whatnot. Where can everybody find you at? You can find me on Twitter, XCloud, Tim Dog, awesome show. Predator and K-Mega, two veterans who really know what they're talking about. Um, we had really – it was like a discussion that you'd have at like uh, E3 at yes. the bar uh, or something like that. Uh, just a lot of knowledge tonight. And um, I think we painted the case that we're very excited to be Xbox fans. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot There's a lot boiling right now and going on. And uh, I wonder when they're going to announce E3. I'm hopefully uh, maybe tomorrow. Um, but I'm getting that feeling. I, I I can't believe you know. You go back prior. Uh, K. Megan knows this. We were talking about E3 in February every day. Yeah. You know on Twitter. So there's been no hype. Like people don't know about it. So I think that uh, if they just drop something in the next couple of two weeks, it's going to start to get the hype going. Uh, and the Starfield uh, is uh, looks like it's taking over. Um, so I think. Uh, could be a fun couple of you know weeks or whatever, um, but uh, happy to be here and just like I said, uh, great panel tonight. And those are the shows that you know I, I love when I look back on where you just just go on and on and talk about cool stuff. Yeah, good stuff there, Tim. Uh, next up, we got Centurion. Hey, good stuff, Fifty Cent. Where can everybody follow you at, my friend? 
Yes, definitely. Amazing show tonight. Had an awesome time. Enjoyed listening to our guests, Predator and K-Mega. For those interested in finding me, you can find me right here every Sunday night on the TXR podcast. You can find me every Saturday night on the Shop podcast. You can also locate me on my YouTube channel, Xbox Live, and Twitter at Centurion1307. Yeah, you heard it from the man. Go check him out. And what we got here? Shockley, buddy. Eric Shockley. Uh, always some good banter coming out of you, brother. Now let people know where they can find you at and contribute to your OnlyFans account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't got, yeah, I haven't got that set up yet. But yeah, you know it's a good idea. <laughs> totally. um, but yeah, you can find me at ShockNero on Twitter, uh, Easy Shock on Xbox Live. And yeah, uh, thanks for K-Mega and Predator stepping by. Had good show. Good topics. See you later. Yeah, well said, buddy. And of course, guys, I'm Invader, and you know you can follow my content over on YouTube at Invader Gaming. I'm also on uh, various other uh, media sites such as BitChute, Minds Gaming, under the same name, Invader Gaming. I've also got a few reviews coming, so uh, keep posted on that. Excellent show tonight, fellas, and we look forward to seeing you here next Sunday. So, see you guys. Take it easy. <laughs>